Sanghoon Teen, far side circle, finds the trailer, it's Sylvester, he scores! Oh, what a rocket from number 16. Not in front pass save by Harmon. Lead for Mitsulinski, he's in on a breakaway, he scores! The Cavalier is shot, stopped by Harmon. The rebound came out, oh, and Harmon with the denial. Greetings to all, and welcome back to the Atlanta Gladiators podcast. My name is Liam Godmer. I'm the voice of the Gladiators, and I'm pleased to be joined today by J.D. Kuchta, a valued member of our media department, and Tyler Harmon, the Gladiators goaltender, and Gladiators forward Alex Whalen. And I'll start off with all three of you. How are we all doing? Fight for who speaks first. Who's it going to be? I'm doing good. Yeah, Tyler, <laughs> doing good? How about you, Alex? Doing good as well. Living life. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, Alex, Tyler, JD, thank you so much for being here today. I truly appreciate it. And Tyler and Alex, I could start in a multitude of different ways, but I want to go to that photo that the Gladiators posted on Instagram highlighting your appearance on the Atlanta Gladiators podcast. It was you two back in high school. Give me a little backstory to that photo. Um, Alex and I went to high school together, and um, I don't even know, was that 20, your senior year? I think it was my junior year. Um, We were were at at the, the, yeah, you go. No, you go. All right, we were at the Prudential Center for the state championship, and uh, we got a photo before. I think we were at like the day before we did a little luncheon, and okay. that's where the photo's from. And it's kind of an infamous photo in Ramsey. Tyler won Player of the Week one time the next year, and no one could find a photo of him. They used that photo, and the Player of the Week, where we're from, they like draw the person's uh, like, like headshot. Yeah. yeah, like a sketch <clears throat> headshot, and that was the the picture they decided to pull from, and it didn't really look like him that much, so it was like it was pretty funny. It looks like if you go to like the boardwalk and they do one of those like goofy sketches of like the like a couple or whatever, it just like yeah, it didn't look like me at all. But that's hilarious. I need to see that after. Uh, yeah, after we the can episode. find a picture of it somewhere. Maybe next time you guys are on the Atlanta Gladiators podcast, we'll put that on. Yeah, yeah. whatever sketch uh, Alex may have gotten. How many times did you win Player of the Week? How many times did you have um, to see that? I think. <laughs> That was only one time. It was kind of they would do it for every athlete in the state of New Jersey, whether it's hockey, basketball, or whatever in season sport there is. But so it was kind of cool to do that. So okay, pretty cool. And uh, no better two players than on that Ramsey High School team than you guys. Um, you had a spectacular season in 2013-14, as did you. You won New Jersey High School Player of the Year. But before that, I'm interested to hear from the both of you. And Alex, we'll start with you first. Just any fun stories, fond memories you have from your time, especially playing alongside Tyler on that high school squad? Um, yeah, I mean, some of my memories from that high school team were some of the best memories in hockey I have. Like being able, like growing up in that town, all my buddies were on the team. We got Nick Botta, Connor, um, all those guys, and um, playing with Harmon. And it was, I mean, it was awesome to play with those guys. We were a really good team, so it was fun. We won a ton of games, and, I mean, it was, it was nice for us forwards not having to play a ton of D. We, got, we knew we had Harmon back there stopping us, so a uh, ton of fun. And what was it like from your perspective, Tyler? Um, so I moved to Ramsey my freshman year of high school, Um, grew up in Michigan and we moved out East at the end of my, or actually for eighth grade. And we played club together and on our club team, um, there was like four or five Ramsey guys and my parents, they made sacrifices all the time. And they were like, do you want to move closer to hockey or whatever? So we moved to Ramsey just because we knew them and their families. So it was really good for me to kind of jump in and just have a bunch of great friends right off the bat. So right from the start, were you guys just close friends, or did it take a little while for you to get to know each other? Like, when did that camaraderie really begin? Um, actually, in like, I don't even know, when was the Bandits camp? <laughs> uh, 
Probably I don't know, like we were probably like twelve. Yeah, like my, a couple um, years before. Okay. So like before we moved out east to New Jersey from Michigan, my dad would come out for. Well, so my dad moved out first with the, we have race horses, so he moved out and he would come back and forth every couple of weeks to like come home see me and my mom. And then for a week in the summer, he's like, "Why don't you come out? Like, there's a rink like thirty minutes from where he had our horses, and there's a hockey camp." And then I just went as a player because that was like my like hobby or whatever like in the summertime and I went and I just remember Alex and like a few of the other guys that I played with, which is pretty funny, but she just went right off the jump, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Tyler was causing some issues there in that. No, I actually was (laughs) stopping the issues, but maybe we don't want to put that one on. Tyler, if you don't mind me asking, what made you like start as a goalie or did you start as a goalie or did you start in a different position? Oh man. I think I started off as a player and then my dad says like, I just hung around the net. Like I was playing goalie and like player gear when there was like already a goalie in the net. He's like, I think you just liked it, but I think it was from going to like Red Wing games and like, I just liked the goalie's gear or whatever. And they had like a uh, equipment shop or whatever at Joe Lewis and you could buy like players old gear. And I was always just like checking out the goalie gear and stuff like that. So I'd say that's probably where I got it. And then we fast forward to that camp and he was causing issues, just making too many saves <laughs> or stopped you too many times. No, on I was the skating out. Yeah. He was you skating were, out. I was skating out. Yeah. Okay. He's a player. Oh. Um, He's got some good hands as a player. Yeah, we played a lot of roller hockey in high school. <laughs> we got to see that during uh, during warm-ups yeah. or something. Uh, Maybe if we get, we get short. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> a couple injuries. I could, yeah. Get an extra goalie yeah. in there or something. Oh, man, that's funny. Um, so from the stories to the stats, guys, we fast forward to that 2013-14 season. Tyler, 21 games in between the pipes of that under-16 team. You put up an insane 0.72 goals against average and a 951 save percentage. That might be some of the best goalie stats mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Um, and then, you know, again, you have a fantastic year as well, Tyler. Can you just take me to, through that 2013-14 season, both playing for the high school and the under-16 team as well? Um, it was – I mean, it was a lot of fun, like – so obviously, um, like travel is maybe a little bit more competitive and that's probably where like your main focus is. And we had a great team. So that was a lot of fun. And then on the flip side, high school is awesome because it's just kind of like a lot of pride playing for your high school team. And then there's like other guys, like he said, we have a big friend group in Ramsey that we're all so pretty close. And a lot of those guys played on different club teams, but we got to play with them in high school. So that was a lot of fun and some definitely great memories there. So while you guys are amidst this spectacular season for you both, do you ever have it in the back of your mind? Well, while Tyler's playing really well, Alex is playing really well, maybe somewhere down the line, you know, when we begin our pro careers, maybe we can meet up once again. Or was this what happened, you know, at the beginning of this season, just something you weren't even thinking about? Or maybe did you have it in the back of your mind at the time? Um, I would say, I, I mean, that probably didn't, crossed my mind once (laughs) I mean I was just fortunate like we were just happy to have each other then and um I mean back then I was just hoping to play college and not really thinking even about pro at all and um now like this this year just came about and it really ended up working out so for sure. And now let's go over to the collegiate ranks. So you go over to Quinnipiac University. What was that decision like for you and what kind of memories do you have from your time there? Um I mean, at the time when they were recruiting me, I was, they were like number one in the country. So it was, and it was so close to home. So it was a pretty easy decision for me. Um, I had an awesome time there. Uh, The coach is great. Team's great. I mean, they just won the national championship. Such a good culture there. Um, Strength coach. Awesome. So um, I just had a ton of fun there. A great time. And um, I'm really fortunate to have gone there. Do you have any teammates that came with you from Ramsey to Quinnipiac? 
No. Are you really the only one on your team? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. <clears throat> and for you, Tyler, you go over to the University of Vermont. You have one season over at Mercyhurst. What about you? How was your uh, collegiate experience? Uh, it was good. I mean, we didn't quite have the same same success as uh, Alex said at Quinnipiac, but um, lifelong memories, and I had a great time. Um, Burlington's an awesome college town, and a great hockey program. Really has a lot of history, and uh, they're doing really good this year. So definitely rooting for them and see where they take the program. We'll certainly get back to that, but Alex, I have a quick question for you. You mentioned Quinnipiac winning the national championship. What sense of pride did you feel when you saw them uh, take it home? It was it, I, it was almost unbelievable. Like I mm. couldn't really like gather my thoughts at the time. Like I remember I was I think I was in Belleville. Like pl- we just played a game, and I was able to watch the third period in overtime. And for not being able to watch the first two periods, I had no idea what happened in the beginning of the game. And in between the third and overtime, I thought they were showing a replay from, and it was like off the opening faceoff, and they scored. And I was just like, and then everyone on the bus was like, oh my God, Wales, like they scored. And I was just, I was like, wait, that's actual time. It was just, it was kind of surreal. It was really awesome to see. And uh, just so happy for those guys. Um, I played with the seniors there were like sophomores there was a lot of fifth years so they were sophomores and I played with a lot of the freshmen or the whatever the juniors or seniors now no, that's got to be really cool that some of the guys that you were teammates with uh, now experiencing that glory that must be pretty epic yeah yeah it was awesome really cool to see them and uh they they had a great spring so it was it was awesome to see that too so we transition from Quinnipiac's national championship back to you Tyler and you come to the Gladiators last year straight out of Mercyhurst you make 10 starts with Atlanta and you really endeared yourself to the fan base you won your first professional start against the Greenville Swamp Rabbits and correct me if i'm wrong but that was the night after night after you got in or you got in that morning what was what was that yeah like i for got you? in so Played Mercyhurst, uh, our game ended Saturday night. We got knocked out of playoffs. Um, spent some time with the seniors and coaches that night. Um, and then basically Piler calls me and he's like, hey, like we need a guy. Can you get down here? And I'm like, I've been fresh off the loss. And I'm like, man, I'm kind of banged up, whatever it is. Um, it's been a long season already. And I'm like, and then everyone's like, this is a great opportunity. You got to go. So I'm like, all right, we're coming. And then I get in late Monday, and then he's just go to the rink Tuesday. He's like, you're starting tonight. And then I was just like, all right, we're off and running. You faced off against a pretty high-powered Greenville Swamp Rabbits offense. Just Were you able to really grasp what you were feeling that night, or did it take some time to really settle? Um, I honestly didn't feel much, which was probably the best thing for me, just because it was just jump right in and go, don't think. Um, and sometimes that's good. So, But, I mean, afterwards it kind of settled in, and it was – awesome and then I think my parents came down and surprised me at a game too shortly after which was awesome so and then we fast forward to the <clears> final <throat> home game of the 2022-23 regular season that's against the Florida Everblades who were right on the precipice of completing their back-to-back Kelly Cup championships Tyler you shut them out uh, a huge win for the Gladiators your first professional shutout how was that uh, that was awesome um, and same thing I mean me I think it was Wally and then there might have been a few other guys who came in at the end of the year and Kind of like, I think it was Piler said, like, we got these young guys coming in and giving us a jump. And like, I mean, I'm looking at Wally. I'm like, well, I'm not that young. I'm 25. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Wally, I think, is 24 or whatever it is. But um, yeah, I think all the guys are playing hard for me, too. And we were still, I think, at that point, like, there was still mathematically a chance to get into playoffs. And we were trying to make a push for that. So 
all the guys were playing big, blocking shots, making big plays. So even so, though he got your age wrong, how does it feel for someone like Jeff Pyle, who's just such a legend in the hockey community, to just acknowledge you and to acknowledge Mitch Wolinski just for the effort that you guys were putting in? Again, only in a small sample size. Um, again, in your first, you know, pro environment. Yeah, no, it was good, and Pyler was awesome all the way till the end, and still he's around the locker room now and loves kind of shooting the breeze with the guys and joking <laughs> around. So it's awesome to have him around. So going through that first career shutout, what was that experience like? Did you like black out? Did you just like keep playing your game or did you like, what's that like? Uh, I don't know. I feel like sometimes if you think about it or like, you're kind of like, man, we got a shutout going like, or like sometimes guys will say like the word shutout and you're like, Oh dude, like, you can't say that. Um, but I don't know. I just try to keep it in wraps and, play my game. I try to do that as much as I can. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There wasn't really too much going through my head. And not only do you get your first uh, pro shutout during that game, Cody Sylvester actually got a hat trick in that game as well um, for the Gladiators. So just a pretty epic night overall. So Tyler, we will transition from you over back to Alex now. And I'm curious, Alex, we go to the off season where you have an opportunity uh, to sign with an ECHL team and you join the Gladiators. Um, I, I'm wondering, does your past relationship with Tyler, did that have an impact on whether you wanted to sign here or not? And if not, what were some of the other reasons that kind of made Atlanta? Um, a place that you want it to be um yeah I mean Tyler definitely I mean he was basically being my agent uh, was this he? summer okay uh, at one point yeah. I wanted to ask that but not directly <laughs> ask that so I'm happy I got that out of you yeah so um yeah when I was just going through teams there was like a few teams calling me and um Tyler ended up just texting me and was just like hey like um our coach was asking about you like would you be willing to come here and I was just like yeah like uh, I'll talk to him and like I was kind of I talked to some other teams and I was just kind of like not really like excited about it. And then like first phone call I took from Nezzy, I was just like really like he just fired me up and I was like, wow, that was a great phone call. Pretty long phone call, but I was like, I, I really like that guy and that's who I want to play for. And then, I mean, we pretty much, we figured that out like a week later, I think I signed. So it was, it was pretty quick after that. Um, I think I knew pretty much right away when I talked to Nezzy that this was where I wanted to be. And I mean, I love it so far. Liam, I'm stealing one of your questions. I apologize. What's it like uh, having, you know, Coach Neely and, and Nezzy, both as former players, now they're your head coach? What's what's that like? I think it's great, um, especially both of them. They're both, like, pretty freshly retired. So I'm, especially Neil's, like, he played last year. They're both just so knowledgeable in the game. I mean, they they both played for a long time pro. They know so much, and um, – I mean, Niels helps me a ton, like, with power play. Like, I'm playing the position he played last year on the power play, so me and him talk a lot about that. We'll go through video on that. And then Nezzy is just – he's just a very good players coach. Like, he knows what the players need, like, what we want and how we're feeling all the time. It's not like, you know, just go, go, go. It's He's kind of gauges us. And on that note, Alex, you are, again, only 26 years old, still young like Tyler, but mm -hmm. you are an alternate captain for this team, and you have found yourself to be one of the leaders amidst a pretty young group. What's that like for you, and is this the first time really in your career where you really have to embrace a role like that, kind of mentoring some younger guys? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, it's I think it's pretty cool. Like, the last few years, I was... Like, when I was in Hartford, a lot of the guys on the team were older, so, like, we had a lot of... 26 to 30 something year olds and so it was easier for me to just kind of be in the background 
And now that I'm one of the older guys and one of the more veteran guys that's played a lot of games pro, um, it's it's pretty cool experience to be able to help out some of the younger guys, some of the guys who haven't played pro for a long time and just teach them more about the schedule, the game, like how fast it's going to be, what plays you can make, how much time you'll have, stuff like that. I think it's it's definitely a pretty cool and rewarding experience for me. So from the players' experience, like you, we, you guys have had a tough schedule this year. Multiple weekends where you've had three games back to back. Some days even four games in five days. What's that like in like the players' perspective? Um, it's tough in the beginning of the season. I think once the season goes on, it actually gets easier. Surprisingly, uh, the first three and three is the hardest. I'd say had a four and season. five in there too. Yeah, four and five was <laughs> tough as well. With Thanksgiving just smacked in the middle, not really much of a break. But. Um, yeah. But yeah, it gets easier as it goes on. I think like once guys get used to it, it's going to be easier and won't be as tired on Sunday. You kind of figure out like what what's going to help you be the best you can be on Saturday and Sunday. Does it really all it seems like it really all just comes down to how you pace yourself out on the ice pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I'd say it does. Sometimes it's hard though like to be able to if if it's Friday night and it's a tie game in the third, it's tough to like be like, "Ah, we got to Gotta get up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like we have to just keep going. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned Nezi Alex and just uh, how much of an impact he had over you signing with Atlanta. I want to ask you, Tyler, as well. But just first year with the Gladiators, Alex. What have you garnered from learning under Nezi? And again, not just having a conversation with him, but being actually out there on the ice practicing and you know trying to kind of kind of take the lessons that he's trying to teach and implement them into your game. Yeah, I think he's just a very genuine person. Like you can tell that from the first minute you talk to him um he means really well and he knows what he's talking about when it comes to hockey so um I think all that combined just makes him a really good coach and I think he's awesome to have for like the younger guys coming in now and um I think this is more of what coaching should be like have a younger guy that played professionally I mean he played for however many years and he knows what he's talking about and he can help these guys a ton and he is Obviously a little bit different being a goaltender, Tyler, but what about for you? Um, I think, I mean, Alex said he's a very genuine person, and I agree with him there. I, I, we had a lot of, me and Nezzy had a lot of honest conversations at the beginning of the summer on just how things go with roster moves and affiliations. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, he was kind of who I wanted to play for. Um, I think, honestly, he's kind of hard to come by in this business sometimes, and it's not for necessarily the wrong reasons, but... Like, everybody just wants to put the best team together, and I think Nezzy really told me how it was, and here we are, and it all kind of worked out. So, And I want to transition now from coaches to teammates, and Tyler, we'll start with you. Gustav's Grigals, your net-minding counterpart, um, can you just talk about the relationship that you've been able uh, to kind of build with him? Saw a couple of goalie hugs there after a couple of Gladiator wins at home. Seems like you guys have really uh, created quite the good relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think – when he's playing well, it takes it a lot of the burden off of me and vice versa. Um, no matter who's playing, like you want the team to win. Um, but uh, yeah, I think and I learn a lot from Goose too. I think he plays a different style than me. He's uh, kind of a little bit faster and maybe a little more aggressive. Um, versus me, I try to kind of float around a little bit more. So, but in practice, like we do, we did a couple of skating drills the other day after practice and that's kind of his stuff, but it's kind of good for me to take away from that too. So with you, with you, Alex, being a forward, you being a goalie, having to, you have to have different defensive members. You have to have different line mates. With all the transitioning of AHL guys getting called up, getting called down, 
what how like has that impacted you guys with like all the line switches even on you on defense constantly not having the same unit out there what's it like Alex uh, we'll start with you yeah I'll go first <laughs> um uh for forward lines it's definitely kind of tough like um like it's easy when you're playing with the same guys for a long time. I guess that's where I, what I can go with. Um, it's it's just like when you're switching every other game or mid game, or someone gets called up at the end of the game, you got to play with new guys the next game. It's it's kind of tough. It gets you don't have like the same chemistry with those guys. So I guess that's where it's just different, just chemistry. And I'm sure the same with. DJ. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, especially just with bringing in new guys. But I think the biggest thing is just communication, like. If there's a, a dump in and the defenseman's coming back for it, just whether they're calling up or over or whatever language we're using. Um, but for the most part, we try to have the same game plan. I think Nezzy does a pretty good job getting us on the same page. So I think it's a little different from the forwards a little bit. But um, Yeah, well, back to the forwards real quick. <laughs> um, Alex, you are on that first line alongside Carson Gusevich and Cody Sylvester. We saw Carson, he's back um, from the Milwaukee Admirals, but there was a long time there where um, he was not with the team. Cody Sylvester as well had an eight, nine game absence where he was uh, out injured as well. Um, for you, though, when all three of you guys are in the lineup and you have a chance to work alongside those two, um, just for you, how do you feel like those two players help to unlock certain parts of your game? Oh, I, I love playing with those guys. I mean... One, I've played with Carson almost every game this year, and yep. me and him, I mean, we both come from the ECAC. Uh, we we think very similarly, and I think we both do things the same way, kind of. We both play hard. We win battles in the corners, and we, we want to keep the puck in their end. And I just love the way he plays. He plays so hard, and it's really it's really fun to watch, and it's nice. It takes a little bit of a burden off me where I don't have to be the one in the corner every time where he wins a lot of those battles. And then, I mean, just you guys have seen Cody play. Like, he could shoot the puck from anywhere, score goals. Like, he's really just fun to play with. Great passer, really good, really good vision, like, really good mind for the game. And um, they're both really just fun to play with. Two more questions for each of you guys, and we'll start off with a fun one. Tyler, the Teddy Bear Toss game coming up on December 16th, this upcoming Saturday against Greenville. You had mentioned before we had gone on air with the podcast that you had your first Teddy Bear Toss goal against against Orlando um, this past weekend. Uh, take me through that. Um, the goal against? Yeah, or just any fun Teddy Bear um, Toss moments and just kind of what it was like for you to just be a part of that. Yeah. Uh, no, obviously in a little bit of a difficult circumstance, yeah. but we were joking about how you did everything you could um, to make sure those teddy bears didn't fly yeah, over the board. Yeah, he did. So. He did. Uh, it's not too soon, but we'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. They had uh, It was on their power play, and uh, they tipped it in front, and then the rebound kind of was just laying around, and he got up over the shoulder. And then I was kind of mad about the goal. And then I just am like looking around. There's just teddy bears coming from everywhere. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go stand over by the bench. And probably almost fell three times trying to get to the bench. But that's the part I was trying to get to. Right? Yeah. <laughs> not, 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 not the goal against. Not the goal against. <laughs> Forget it. Um, but no, it was cool. And it's for a great cause, obviously. So it was definitely cool to be a part of that. And that was just an awesome crowd. We were talking about that before we got on camera here. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> what about you, Alex? Any fun teddy bear toss moments throughout your career? I actually do kind of have a fun one. All right. Um, I mean, it's not that fun because we we ended up – so we lost the game 4 nothing, and it was our home teddy bear toss, so we didn't get the toss 
for the goal. And it was the end of the game. I was out there. I think we might have pulled our goalie trying to get the goal. And the game ended up ending, and there was a battle in the corner. And me and one guy kind of grabbed each other, and we were going at it, like kind of pretty much fighting. The ref was trying to break us up. And all the teddy bears started tossing right, <laughs> right on top of us as we're like fighting. And I was just like, this is just, this doesn't fit. She's <laughs> just madness yeah. at this point. No, that's hilarious. And one final question for each of you, and Tyler, we'll start with you. What is one thing that fans um, wouldn't know about Tyler Harmon by listening to the Atlantic Gladiators podcast? Any fun hobbies, any hidden talents that the fans might not know about that you can share? Um, you want me to answer? And right. if I'm putting I'll you answer, on the spot, we can let Ty- we can go to Alex go first. I'll I can answer actually, for Tyler. No, let's yeah, let's hear what he's got to say. <laughs> Please do the suspense. No, I actually no. You you go first. I'll answer after you. No, is, are you going to trade me? What is it? No, go. Uh, we actually have a new puzzle hobby. Huh. All um, right. So we've been puzzling a lot. I think we've done. We're on our fifth one now. Yeah, we are. Okay, I so, love it. What's the okay. largest piece puzzle you guys have done so far? Um, we're a in thousand. the, f- yeah, a thousand piece club, but, um, <laughs> I don't know if we have room for a bigger cause we only have, well, we could do it on like our Island in our apartment, but we have like a coffee table, which we also have like our dining room table on top of, we took the legs <laughs> off of it. Wow. It's our, it's our puzzle table. Yeah. It's our puzzle <laughs> table. It's no longer a dining room, but it's table. not, there's no bells and whistles, but yeah. it, it gets the job done for a thousand pieces. That's hilarious. Yeah. But if anyone's listening, like we might need something like, if my mom's listening, we might need something for Christmas that I can like something to keep the puzzles together. You know, All right. that, like when we end them, we don't want to like break them up and put them back. We want to keep them together. All right. Or if anybody has advice on how to do it easy yeah. or how to transfer puzzles from your puzzle table to wherever <laughs> you got to put them, because we lift the whole table up and kind of just like slide it onto our counter. Well, there you have it. Puzzle extraordinaires, Tyler Harmon and Alex Whalen. Guys, thank you so much for joining me and JD on this episode of the Atlanta Gladiators podcast. You can find the Atlanta Gladiators podcast wherever you listen to your podcast and on YouTube uh, for the video version as well. Special thanks to Mike Salmon and Business Radio X, as always, for hosting Alex, Tyler, JD, and I. And we'll talk next time on the Atlanta Gladiators podcast. For now, stay safe, stay well, and as always, go Glads.